0: to Capstan Live, we're the podcast that makes sure you pay the real estate taxes you owe and not a dollar more. If you own commercial real estate or advise someone who does, you're in the right place for a real talk about maximizing tax savings. Hello, welcome to another episode of Capstan Live. It's a tax season episode and I know you're busy, so we'll cut right to the chase with a pretty timely message. Our guest today, you know him, you love him, Mr. Bruce Johnson. Bruce, thanks for making the time to come onto the pod today.
1: Always great to be here with
0: you, Helena, always great. Uh, We appreciate it. Um, Bruce, I'm gonna jump right in since time is of the essence. You know me, I hate change, I really do. But unfortunately, as you always say, change is the only thing that we can really count on. I know there's a big change heading our way, Can you talk to me about this bonus step-down that that we're anticipating?
1: Well, under the Tax Cuts for Jobs Act, we know we had a 10-year window of predictability given to us. And it also instituted the 100% rate through the end of 2022. So that's what we're looking at beginning next year, which is less than 12 months away. We're going to start to see bonus rates step down from 100 to 80%. So again, we have predictability, but We've kind of enjoyed this ability to expense things or write things off. Uh, entirely. Entirely, as so long as they had a 20-year or less class life, maker's class life. But that all is going to change at the end of the year. But that also means we might be seeing some more interplays with some other rules.
0: Yes, So, and that brings me to my next question. But I first just want to say, I thought these five years of 100% bonus would last forever. Didn't it feel like it? It just felt like this nice, cozy window. and Well, all things must come to an end. Um, So, okay, section 179, expensing, is that changing at all at the end of the year?
1: Right now, as we know, no. It basically is these new rules that have come into play have given us more creativity, more ability to expense things through that rule. But from my experience over the last five years, people have kind of gravitated more so to the 100% bonus mm-hmm. cap- through cap- using capitalization and 100% bonus because it, as I understand, is a little bit more simplistic in filing your tax returns with that. But now, as we start to see these changes to the bonus rules, really these 179 changes are going to become perhaps more of a play for people to leverage. It just means they're gonna have to sail through these these questions a little bit more frequently. There's a little bit more complexity in, involved in determining which which one, whether it be 100% bonus or 80% bonus yes. and 179 rules, or in a lot of cases, maybe having a hybrid solution where you're using a little bit of both. Ooh,
0: a hybrid solution. Um, okay, so just to be clear and so to really emphasize, since 2018, this beautiful five-year window of 100% bonus, Essentially, bonus and section 179 were like essentially equivalent, right? Like they were at
1: the 30,000 foot level, yes. Yes, basically okay, that's writing, what I mean. Writing off, okay. b- giving you the ability to write off in totality the basis of an asset, right?
0: Okay, so until now, people weren't necessarily racking their brains like, oh, bonus or 179. It was essentially at a high level view, you were getting the same bang for the buck, yes, but. You do
1: need to look at the differences between the two to make sure you're leveraging the two rules properly. So for example, uh, bonus capitalization and bonus utilization allow us to be able to push an entity into a loss situation. Whereas yes. 179, that's not the case. Bonus, you can actually go back and take retroactively. Mm-hmm. So for example, you may have a situation with a new operating entity And there's no need for additional deductions today but maybe two or three years down the road you want that you can take advantage of it unfortunately 179 you can't push things out in the future you have to take that in the year the work was done otherwise you've lost that opportunity at least for the most part so just some illustrations of some of the unique differences between the two that Are important to keep in mind so that we're able to make an educated decision as to which one or the other or again having potentially a hybrid situation uh, being able to use them in a timely fashion
0: so okay so those are some crucial differences that you just sort of quickly quickly went through so bonus you can take even if you have a loss right that's super correct yeah and you you can also
1: carry those losses forward right
0: um, and bonus you can use as a part of a look back whereas one section 179 correct. you cannot um, and one other thing that I had noted section 179 you can apply it to like each individual asset right like you can pick and choose like if I have 30 computers like I can choose to only, expense five of them using section 179, right? But it would mm-hmm. bonus, if I want to take bonus on the computers, I'm taking bonus on all the computers, right? Like I can't well, it pick would, and
1: choose? It wouldn't necessarily be a computer. It would be a class life. So for okay. capitalization maker, using maker's rules, you'd be looking at, all right, I'm going to elect bonus on all five-year Right, exactly, property. okay. And yes, 179 allows you to subjectively apply those rules to where you want them and one of the reasons is this is another unique difference between the two potentially is each state may or may not recognize fully or or impartially uh, federal rules such as bonus depreciation and 179 so that adds into the, the complexity of the decision metrics so what you choose is the most optimal solution for you so we talk a lot about a hypothetical $100,000 improvement at a, built, at a property in the state of Pennsylvania, where we are right now, they recognize up to $25,000 in 179. so maybe that's what you take first in those improvements, so long as they're eligible, and the remaining $75,000, you look at leveraging the capitalization rules and bonus where it's applicable. So, just an illustration of how... We see some clients navigating these two rules to use them to their false effect.
0: Okay, so I hear what you're saying that we can we can mix and match bonus and 179 to kind of try to get the best bang for your buck. Um, so how would you actually do that? I know that CapStance develops like kind of a framework, like a strategic hierarchy of mm-hmm. expensing. And I know that it doesn't necessarily apply to every situation and facts and circumstances will obviously need to be taken into account. But can you just run us through kind of the general framework? Yeah, so, so actually, I'm
1: glad you brought up the, that hierarchy tool that we've developed I several think years ago. I wrong.
0: How do you pronounce that? Hierarchy. Oh, I say hierarchy. Listeners, if you have strong feelings, let us know.
1: So regardless <laughs> of that, the way that we, we kind of go through that, that decision process, you actually bring in the tangible property regulations yes. first to determine whether or not the activities that are in question are things that could be expensed as a repair or can have to be capitalized. So you go through that review first. Whatever is remains, that basis that remains, then you look at 179 rules, And then finally, you get down to the capitalization analysis and can we use bonus on things? So this kind of the the, the framework that we've highlighted. You kind of go through those through distinct tools for that particular activity or activities at a property to determine the optimal solution
0: for that particular tax year. We actually have a great tool that lays out that hierarchy or hierarchy visually. Um, and it also compares and contrasts bonus and 179. So that's actually a really helpful tool. If you'd like a copy, just go to capstantax.com contact us. If you scroll down, there's a little box and just write strategic hierarchy or hierarchy in that box and we'll send it to you. Um, in the meantime, though, just to clarify a drop more, Bruce, can we do an example or two? Um, and let's set them in PA, like you said. We live in PA. PA is a great state, but don't have no fear. You know, Bruce knows the rules for all the states, even the stinkers that don't apply. Um, we won't call out any states by name, but okay. So you gave the classic example of the hundred K improvement, right? Um, so let's let's say a guy, a guy. Let's call him taxpayer A, and he did a major fit out of his property, but it was an interior fit out. Let's say and with 100K um, total depreciable basis. So first step, he would go to the TPRs, right, Bruce? And he would see what he can expense either as a safe harbor under the TPRs or what he could expense using um, uh, betterment and materiality tests. As a
1: repair, yeah, you go through that analysis, that, in, that unique analysis to determine the application of, of the expense rules. Okay,
0: so let's just say, say, say $50,000 of that fit-out could be expensed that way. And then, if we're in Pennsylvania, we're limited in terms of our our Section one seventy nine. So, mm-hmm. say we could max that out at twenty five k, right? And that leaves twenty five k that would remain. And if it was an interior fit out of the space, hopefully that could all be QIP, and we could depreciate the remaining and, um, basis
1: using fifteen year straight lines and the, the that year's applicable bonus rates. That's yeah. That that's. That's that's kind a good picture. Of, that's a good picture. of a, an analysis of
0: that specific type of scenario. Yes. Okay. Cool. So just to to I guess wrap it up. There's going to be right now bonus is still 100%. It's 100% until the end of this year 12/31/21. If people want to get their hands on 100% bonus, now is the time to really think about action, right Bruce?
1: Absolutely. But remember, we still have the ability to take it retroactively as well. True. So, I you know, that's, again, getting back to the unique nature of bonus true, rules.
0: True, true. But moving forward, though, we do have to keep in mind this 100% window is closing, you know. The, the shades are shutting. I don't know if that's the right expression but the window is closing we're going to be looking next year at 80% bonus and the year after that 60% bonus and as these bonus rates decline we might see the importance of section 179 expensing stepping up to kind of um, um, fill in some of that gap so we're gonna we expect to see a lot of interplay we expect to see um, more complicated or, or more nuanced approaches I guess that might involve this like hybrid this mix and match so we are here to clarify as needed. Um, so, Bruce, if they need clarification now or they want to take advantage of bonus now, how can they get in touch with you, Bruce? Well, I mean,
1: certainly they can, for those of you that are familiar with Capstan, you can reach out to one of your contacts here. Uh, our website has some information listed on it that might be helpful as well. And if there's interest, they can reach out through some of the, the links there. And as always, um, you know, listening to this podcast, I think we have some contact information there too. So uh, certainly we're here and available to help people to kind of walk through some of this, maybe some of their specific circumstances that they might be facing and see how we can
0: be of assistance. Bruce cannot wait to talk to you. He's got a big smile on his face. He's so eager. He really actually does. And um, yeah, like Bruce said, capstantax.com contact us or if you just go to the capstan homepage there's a little button that says schedule an appointment you can press it right there Um, or if you're reading that listening to this you know on your phone while you go for a walk or you're on the treadmill your phone is literally in your hand so go ahead and call 215-885-7510 if we can clarify this or anything else for you moving forward we wish you a very straightforward uncomplicated tax season Um, Bruce, thanks for making the time to come in. My pleasure, guys. We appreciate it. I'm Helena Carmel here with our producer Aaron Strongin. We hope you like what you heard. If you did, why not subscribe? We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or again, our website, capstantax.com/podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Capstan Live. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. Visit our website at capstandtax.com for more info on everything we discussed today, plus breaking news, industry blogs, and more. Have a profitable day.